when I work with these partners all over the world, uh, you certainly get a global perspective. You certainly get these smaller regional perspectives. So listening and asking questions. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Welcome back to Twins Talk Tech Leadership. I'm your host, Danny Suk Brown. I'm excited to have my identical twin brother here and we have a very special guest joining us today. Now, joining us today is Christine Brown. Now, she's a head PM of the Azure Commercial Marketplace at an organization called Microsoft, a very amazing organization. Now, she is also a remarkable individual who not only has a very impressive professional career, she's also a mother to twins. <laughs> and you know that we love bringing amazing guests on who are actually either a twin or have twins of their own. But what makes it even more exciting is that Christine understands the world that we interact with every single day because she understands hyperscalers. She understands all things when it comes to the Azure cloud. And if you guys want to know anything about that later on, please make sure you stay tuned as we provide you opportunities that you can interact with her later today. Christine, welcome to the show. How are you? And also, how are your twins doing? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I just dropped the twins off at uh, summer camp, so I have the entire day to myself. So it should be a great day. Christine, this is David. We're so glad to have you on. And throughout our time together today, we're going to make sure our audience knows which of us is asking you the question. <laughs> Recently, you know, we were there in Seattle, spent some time with you, spent some time with some of the Microsoft leadership. My twins company at Meetup is a Microsoft supplier. They were nominated two years in a row. And it's awesome to be able to, be able to work with people like yourself, individuals that know how to guide organizations that want to work with an incredible tech giant like Microsoft. But when we met you, Christine, well, when I met you for the first time, was at the BIPG Summit. This is the Microsoft program with Black Partners Growth Initiative. We talked about the platform, how it was helping to uh, really support the graduates it was helping them to accelerate their program, their exposure, the ability to connect in the Azure marketplace. You came up and spoke before the group. That was powerful. That was incredible. Why can't more people get interface and connection with Microsoft leaders like yourself? That's awesome. But before we go any further with all of that, tell our listeners, who is Christine Brown? Tell us about your leadership journey, what your role is as senior PM uh, within Microsoft and the Azure commercial marketplace. Sure. I, um, I've been with Microsoft for uh, 12 years. Um, 12? 13? 12, I think. <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, prior to that, I was uh, a management consultant and I flew all over the world um, helping companies implement new ERP solutions. And so I had a lot of opportunity to see how companies were run, how they could run a little bit better. Change management was a, a large part of my background and my everyday experience. I got a master's degree in, in change management. So understanding, so being able to quickly get into a company, understand the lay of the land, focus in on what they want to do and help them make that 
goal, as long as it's the right goal, right? You ask questions, is this really what you want to do? And so years and years of being a consultant doing that, finally came to Microsoft because they too had a, a major uh, reorganization, a realignment that they were doing. And so I was brought in for that experience and my change management experience. Spent several years in what was then Microsoft IT um, and, then, and then joined um, procurement. And actually I worked in procurement for the last several years. So I'm very familiar with the supplier side as well. So congratulations on being uh, nominated for a few awards. We don't do those lightly. And then finally, uh, learned about the Azure marketplace. So even though Microsoft is a very big place, we have a lot of products. I, I didn't know much about the Azure marketplace when, uh, when I heard about the role and I started um, interviewing people on the team. What is it that you do? How do you work? Um, what are your goals? What's, uh, what's success look like for you? And the more I learned, the more people that I spoke with, the more I knew that I really wanted to move to this team. And again, my business process change management experience really helped me in the early days of that team. We looked at the process and what we were doing and we re, uh, reorganized it. And I think uh, years into this team, we're, we're really starting to hit a solid stride. And I, and I love doing what I do. Uh, my days sometimes start at uh, 7 a.m. I'm helping Norway. And at the end of the day at 7 p.m., I'm helping New Zealand. So we support the global audience. Um, I do some work-life balance, don't worry. Uh, but I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's fascinating work. I love what I do. Working with partners all over the world, helping them take their service and figure out how to sell it through the marketplace. It's a new channel for a lot of these companies. They haven't, they haven't thought this way before. And it's an entirely new opportunity. And for me, I see it as the great equalizer. Large global ISVs are selling their services here. Small startups from Norway are selling their services here and they can sell it to the world. And it just opens up so many more channels and so many more opportunities for them. So to me, that's why I like to think about it as a, as a great equalizer. So I love what I do. This is Danny. And I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of companies don't realize the power of a marketplace. We're starting to see more and more independent software vendors, even managed service providers create a software subscription type platform on a big marketplace so they can have that additional revenue stream. And I tell everybody, if you are an expert in your field, I don't care what it is, and you can do something over and over and over again, right. you can turn that into a solution offer on a marketplace. Yeah. And why not do it with the biggest, largest hyperscaler in the world? Why not do it on Microsoft's marketplace. So I Absolutely. think that it's fantastic that you're giving organizations, small, medium, large organizations, that ability to not only capture an additional revenue stream, but to attach their brand with the Microsoft brand. So that is fantastic. And hopefully um, all partners can definitely take advantage of that. And I know that for us, and when we came to Seattle, our partners were very excited to speak with you because every one of the partners that go through our app meetup training 100% of them, we push to create a product and we push it because we want them to have that additional revenue stream. And then we push it because we want them to work with other partners. That's all we ever do is say, do what Microsoft has. Don't yeah. try to do it on your own. Why not take advantage of it? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I tell you, so when you, when you talk about things that are repetitive, what do you do time and time again? We too looked at that. And when you, when you look at the SaaS offer that you mentioned that goes into the marketplace, 
there are certain steps that you have to take every single time. And so our team took that and created what's called a SaaS accelerator. There's a, there's a landing page that has to be created, webhooks that have to be created to, to ensure the communication between the partner, Microsoft, and customer. So we took those repetitive steps that need to be done and packaged it into a SaaS accelerator. And so honestly, using that um, within 15 minutes, I'm not kidding, 15 minutes, you could have an MVP. Now, if you want to get a little crazy and, and rebrand it with your own branding, I mean, it's just a CSS page, right? Add in your own logos. And then if you want to attach that to deployment, right, there's things that you can do. But to, to get that MVP, that minimally viable product, to get yourself into the marketplace, we've got you covered. If it's a SaaS, we can help you. That's fantastic. Oh my yeah. goodness, guys, 15 minutes. Did you hear that? Christine, please send us that information for our team to make sure that people can hear it. If you don't yeah. know what this is, reach out to either myself or Christine directly. We'll provide her contact information. But look, to create a minimal viable product, an MVP, 15 minutes. There is no excuse. If you're a uh, entrepreneur, if you're a small business, if you're an ISV, if you're a large ISV, and you've always asked yourself, why are we not in the Azure marketplace? Look, it takes 15 minutes. One of the things, uh, this is Danny, but one of the things I really, I want to think about because of your background, which is so unique and so awesome. I want to encourage every business that's out there. I want you all to look at the possibility of change management. And, and, and she explained a little bit about what it is and what she did and what her role was when she came into Microsoft, mm -hmm. but you can apply this to your own business because change management is just the application. It's the application of the structured process yep. along with a set of tools for leading the people side of change to achieve a specific desired outcome. At the end of the day, it's focused ultimately on how people engage, adopt, and use a change in their day-to-day -day work. And why, why is this important? Because we're stuck at our annual revenue every single year. We ask ourselves, why are we plateauing in life? Why are we plateauing in our business? Well, you know what? You need to change something. Well, do, <laughs> what do I change? Where do I go? But you bring in consultants <laughs> and extras like Christine and her team, and they do the work and they help you. If you feel that you are stuck in your business, if you feel like you're stuck in your entrepreneurial journal, if you feel like your ISV is not growing where it needs to grow, you might need to do a little internal change management process yourself or bring in a specialist like Christine and her team. So it is very important that when she came to Microsoft, she, able, she was able to apply her background, her skill set, and that's what we have today. Hey, 15 minutes. An MVP, you can't, you cannot make this up. This is fantastic. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Christine, don't you also believe that every organization, every once in a while, if they feel like they're stagnant or they have a goal they want to hit, they should actually do a little internal change management themselves? So if you're waiting until you are stagnant, you mm -hmm. waited too long. Having someone along the, along the path. So we talk a lot about mentors at Microsoft. We talk a lot about uh, the mentor-mentee relationship. So as a mentor, you think I'm, I'm going to tell someone the answers. I'm going to give them my experience in life. You know what's even better than that? Listening to the mentee and getting that new perspective. So, so I, I'm, I'm of a certain age and, it's, and I'm seeing you know, these young millennials, these Gen Zs coming into the workforce and, and my kids are 11, right? And so that's a big gap between, between my age and my experience the, the millennials and the Gen Zs that we have, and then, and then my kids. And so there's a huge gap of 
of experience and understanding and perspective that I don't have. And so really the only way for me to get that is to listen and mentor others, but listen to the mentee as well. What are, how are they thinking? How is it different than I'm thinking? Especially when I work with these partners all over the world, uh, you certainly get a global perspective. You certainly get these smaller regional perspectives. So listening and asking questions, and again, like, you're, you, like you said, my change management background, that's, that's really what has helped me along the path to, to continue to learn and continue to grow in my own career. I didn't join IT because I was a hard tech person. I wanted to be, I wanted to rub elbows with those folks, but I'm, I'm not a solution architect. I know I'm not going to be, I just like hanging out with them, but I need to understand uh, how they think, uh, what they do, what success looks like for them. And so that requires me to, to ask a lot of questions and listen and, and just continue learning so that you don't get to that point that you're stagnant. Um, that's why that outside voice can always be helpful. Bring in that consultant. Think of it as, you know, they can be expensive. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Consultants can be expensive, but find another way if that's um, a barrier for you to bring in an outside voice. Have someone come in and shadow you, your company for a couple of days. What did you see? What did you notice? How did you, uh, how did you, what did you see about our interactions? And, and just get that, that uh, raw feedback uh, to continue your your journey and not get to that point of being stagnant. That's that's super important. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, Finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with a humanized IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve their public speaking skills. 
whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. This is Dan again, Christine. Thank you very much for giving some quick tips, quick practical tips. And we love when our guests that come on the podcast are able to share some of the wisdom and knowledge and tell people, look, this is a quick, easy call to action you can do right now. Just try this right now and notice a difference. Always be learning. Always be learning. Now, let's go back to the Microsoft side of the house because we have we have to bring up Microsoft since you work there every now and then. But because you deal with the Azure Marketplace, what are some of the must-knows, some of the best practices uh, an organization or organization could use to be able to navigate and position the product into the Microsoft Azure Marketplace? I know you gave a, a quick overview, but what is some of the best practices? Because if I go to and I go online, I go to Edge and I and I search. Um, ISV partner programs. I search how to deal with Microsoft, how to work with Microsoft, how to create an MVP, yeah. as you talked about. I get overwhelmed with all the millions of documents and resources out there. But what is a best practice for these yeah. ISVs? So, so number one, first and foremost, be in the marketplace. Be in the marketplace. I can share study after study, and I can share them in the show notes afterwards, that, that say, look, this is the way software sales is going. This, this is the way, this is the future, right? No, uh, uh, this will lead the, the software sales. So number one, and again, I'll send you studies that, that talk about that. I won't go into it. Number two, you know, and this was a, this was a, a stark learning for me when I was doing uh, training. I was training a workforce of uh, blue collar workers, how to use computers. And I used the example, right? So they had to replace um, uh, their assets, right? And so they had to go buy more assets to continue to doing their job. But instead I used an example of a pencil. Uh, okay, so we're gonna buy a pencil and they, they completely blanked. It was not, uh, it's not what they did. They didn't buy pencils, they just couldn't relate. So automatically they couldn't relate. So in the way I described what I was going to do, I lost them. So best practice, in the, in the description of what it is that you're selling, how is that going to relate to the customer? I understand that it's a software as a SaaS. I understand that uh, how much it costs, but what's it, what problem is it going to fix for me? So that's number one. And then to, to build on that a little bit, when you think about Microsoft solution areas, 
healthcare, uh, manufacturing, right? My, my next recommendation would be to write a description for each one of those industries. Healthcare has very different challenges than manufacturing. Um, write it in the speak of, of the reader. So number one, be in the marketplace. Number two, uh, make sure that you're describing what it is and how it's going to solve a problem. And if you can, next level down would be make it industry specific. Christine, this is David, and I love this. As a public speaking coach, as a presentation skills trainer, I can't tell you enough of how I've got to coach my clients on that exact point. Are you writing this for you? Or are you writing this for your audience? Yeah. You said you've got to modify your description, what you're offering. It's got to be received by the listener, yes. by the people that yeah. need what you do. Yeah. And this is why it's so important. So Christine, you're actually already giving all the tips out there, not only for <laughs> how to find success in Azure Marketplace, but you're giving away my secrets on how to help people become more comfortable and better at speaking. It's yeah. clear you got to do that. So I appreciate how much you shared about the value of what you can, how you can gain the eyes and the ears of the prospective buyers and how you've got to craft it to that specific industry, to that specific niche. And it's important because if you don't do that, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to figure out why can't I do this? Why can't I find success? And she's giving you insight on how to do that. Now, Christine, your role clearly shows a unique combination of technical expertise. You've got great interpersonal skills. You've got the knowledge of how organizations should work and how it should look. I want to jump into how do you find that balance? You mentioned earlier the word balance and some call it work-life integration. So the demands of a professional life at Microsoft with the demands of being a mother to twins. So yeah. I'm not going to ask you what's more challenging, leading at a conglomerate like Microsoft or leading twins, but I do want to ask you from the perspective of as a mother, as someone who's professional, it's unique to be able to find that combination. How do you fight to find that balance? It was a couple of years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, I realized I can do three things at any one time really well with a couple little maybe, you know, other things are rotating around there, but I can do three things really well. Um, more than that, and I start breaking down a little bit. So number one, it's always going to be my job. Uh, it's always going to be the job. Number two, maybe not, maybe not in that order. But two is is the kids, and that's and that's my family and taking care of my family. And the third is something I get to 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 do right. And so in this last year, I took on a, a giant landscaping project, <laughs> and so I could do three things really well, and that's. And I know if I start taking on more than that, I'm going to start the quality of my interactions with those first uh, two or three are going to suffer. So that's number one. And I, and it took me a long time to say, I can't do that right now. I can't do that right now. I can do that in a little while. Or how much of me do you need? And I'll see if I can carve that out for a short period of time to support what you need to do. So it, it, it really came down to, I don't, I don't want to fail myself. I don't want to fail my friends. I need to show up in the best way that I can. And so I know that I need to cut it off at a certain amount. Number, the, the, the second way I balance is I, I don't do anything well unless I know that 
that my kids are are sorted. They're taken care of. And it was especially hard. And so we had a last minute change to our summer plans and and I had to regroup. And there was about a week where, you know, the kids were kind of sitting home and not doing much and watching a whole lot of TV that I was not happy with. And so that split my focus with with other things. I need them. I need to know that they're safe and taken care of. So during the school year, I drop them off. I know they're safe. I know they're taken care of. I get back in the car. I head to work and my mind completely shifts. I'm in work mode. When I come home, I do the same thing. Work is done. I'm with my kids. I need to focus and and think about them right there in front of me. So as long as I know that my, my kids are taken care of and they're focused and doing something productive, then, then I'm much happier and I can walk away and then refocus on, on work or whatever the next project is that I'm doing. When I get home, I do the same thing. I, I try to turn everything else off and focus on them in front of me. There's always some funny story about, you know, some kid did this, somebody did something at camp. <laughs> I stepped my shoe in the puddle and now I had to walk around with, you know, one foot wet all day. Right. So really focus on, on the, the, the three of those things that I'm doing, right? really focus on those. Um, and then again, I, like I said, I started off at 7am with Norway and I end with, you know, New Zealand in there. I, I have to be okay with, yeah. and I still get a little nervous with this, turning off my computer for a couple hours during the day, during the workday, that's hard for me to do. And so, you know, two, three o'clock, I've been up since 6.30, driving hard, taking the kids, dropping them off. So about two, three o'clock, I need to shut it down and I need to close it and I need to walk away. And then I physically walk away. So I've got to go for a walk. I have to get out of the house. I have to not look at a computer and I'll take an hour, two hours if I need to breathe because I know now I have to go pick up kids soon and I probably have an evening call. So I need a couple hours to, to reset. It's best for everything else that I'm doing if I walk away for a little while. And so I've had to just be okay to do that. Christine, this is David. And I love how you stated that it's okay to say no. It's okay to accept not right now. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say I'm protecting my health and creating the right boundaries. No one's going to question your productivity. No one's going to question your output if you're doing the work and you're excellent at what you do. You take great pride. You've showed us through what you've stated earlier that when you're in that zone, when it's work, you work. When it's with the children, you're engaged with the children. They don't have to think in their mind, well, mommy's here, but she's not really mentally and emotionally here. She's just physically mm-hmm. here. They know mom's there. And I love that because a lot of us have that challenge of not understanding how to be in that pocket, in that zone, or we do what we call time blocking. When it's time mm-hmm. to make calls, we make calls. When it's time to respond to emails, we respond to emails. When it's time to engage with a new client, we engage with a new client. And you've done that. And what I love what, about what you said is, hey, there might be three things I could do great. I, I, I'm excellent at my job, excellent at being a mom. And we all know that's always a work and learning <laughs> process there. But then you say, hey, I, I take it on landscaping. I'm taking on something different because that's another way to release, find that way to manage my stress, find that way to manage my energy and my joy, because that's really what it is. You're just not managing the marketplace. You're not just managing your children. You're managing yourself. And I love that you do that. Uh, are there any other tips or strategies you might want to share with professionals who struggle with that? Because for so many of them, like you said, it could be more mentally 
a mental challenge. Maybe their managers, their ma their bosses aren't going to go back and challenge them on it because they know how productive they are. And they know that when they give them that latitude, they're even more productive. Any other tips or any other thoughts you might want to give to leaders out there? And let me put this out there. Maybe parents out there that might struggle with this as well. That's a great question. It depends on where you are in your career, right? I'm, I'm pretty senior. My manager, pretty senior. We have about the same life experience. And so I, I know he understands and he can relate to a certain point. He's not you know, the sole parent of, of twins, but he has a family and he has outside obligations. And we've both been doing this for a long time. And so we have, we have some similarities where, where we can draw on those. And so he's my manager, but I also feel like we're, we're peers. And so if I say, Hey, look, this is the schedule that, that I'm generally going to work by the start morning calls to support uh, Europe and and the Nordics and and I end my day at this and I'm going to take these blocks of time, and and he just looks at me and says, "Why are you telling me this?" <laughs> so so I'm at that position in my career where we can have that conversation. I'm not necessarily asking permission, and he's not giving me permission. He's like, "Why do I need to do something with this? What are, are you asking me something?" And so again, it depends on where you are in your career. If you're if you're senior and you find that you need to do that, I would, I would beg of you, I would beg of you to share that information. Look, generally this is my schedule and this is what I do. And so you probably can't find me during these couple of hours during the day, but I'll get back to you because this is what I do with my day. So please share that with your, your directs, maybe even your directs, directs, depending on where you are. Let them know and model the behavior that says, I am going to take care of you and I'm going to take care of me too, right? I, I, am, I am your leader. I'm your manager. I am here and I'm going to take care of you, but I need to take care of me too. And this is what that looks like. And so share that information. Now, if you're, if you're junior, the conversation may look a little bit different. Hey, I'm meeting my metrics uh, I'm making my goals, making my, my um, milestones. Can I do this? Can I change my day a little bit so that I can come to work and be as refreshed and, and focused as possible? This is what I'd like to do. And maybe it is asking permission. If you're not meeting your metrics or your timelines, that's another conversation, but it's, it's, it's the same words, right? Hey, look, I'm not meeting my metrics. I'm I'm not meeting my times, my milestones, my deadlines. Maybe you're, maybe you're stretched too thin. I need to protect myself a little bit by changing my day, by changing my activities. I think I can show up better. Would this be okay? Right. It's so the, the commonality there is communication. Every one of those people is having a conversation with somebody else to ask or tell or, or demonstrate the behavior that that you want to see. So number one, it's always communicate. That would be my my tip. This is Danny. And what I'm hearing is that over communicating can be a great thing. And what I want to encourage everyone to do today is think about your team. Think about your immediate supervisor, or maybe you're the supervisor, or maybe you're the owner of the company, whatever it may be, every level within the organization, there has to be clarity in your communication. The more you are able to be clear in your communication, 
the better it is for everybody within your organization and everybody on your team. I love that. And I would tell you from leading global, global channel sales, every time we had a product release and I went through a change management as well, we, we changed our business model from a perpetual to a subscription-based model. Mm-hmm. And that was a very difficult change because internal operations had to change, how our partners worked with us had to change, how customers worked with us. There was a whole, it was a lot of work. And not only that, every time we had a feature release, I had to do the press release uh, in different time zones around the world. So I was working at five o'clock in the morning to two o'clock in the morning. And one of the things that I, I wish I would have done based upon your suggestion was to be able to put my boundary down and say, no, I, I need time for my mental health because it did affect my relationship with my children. It did affect that aspect. And that, and that was one of the reasons why uh, I left to start my own business. It was, it was the, the global international travel took, took me away from my young children. Mm-hmm. So I, I do appreciate you setting these boundaries. But at the end of the day, all I had to do was ask. And I just remember we just came back from uh, Moscow. We were in there for a couple of weeks. And uh, my immediate supervisors asked me a question. And all I did was I, I had a, a newborn baby. They wanted me to re- relocate to Singapore. And, and that, that would require four, four days, sometimes five days a week of, of travel on the plane uh, and, and take on a much bigger role. And I just said, well, I just had a baby. I haven't seen my baby. And the question came back, well, you know what? We should probably wait till next year. You, you need to spend some time with your kid. And I was like, wow, that's all I had to do was ask. Here's <laughs> yeah. my wife having a baby and I'm not even around. All yeah. I had to do was you, ask. You generally so, don't get what you don't ask for. Absolutely. Um, and, and I appreciate that. One of the things that you, you uh, when you talked about the clarity and just communicating <laughs> mindset, your mindset, because we say so many negative things about ourselves to ourselves all day long that are not true. Because we say it so much, our brains internalize it as if it is true. And if we could just ask, and then We'll hear the feedback. The man, like Christine's like, manager, like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. You're getting no, work it's, done. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Um, and I, you know, I'll, I'll go back to my kids again. I love hiking. They see it as a forced march. Uh, they do not enjoy it the way I do uh, for the reasons that I do. If along the way, you know, we, we, we certainly, you know, find something to sing. We'll look at things. I'll take, you know, 15 breaks to look at snails. But if I can compliment them, hey, we're doing great. Look how far we've come. How do you feel? Uh, Ask them those questions along the way. Give them that feedback. I'm enjoying this. What could make this better for you? And the answer is always snacks. (laughs) So I I prepare. Um, But I work a lot, uh, not just on the hikes, uh, but every day to help them uh, set their mindset for the day that's usually our car ride conversation to school or camps, whatever. What are you looking forward to? What do you want to do today? And it's usually, you know, I want to make a new friend. Anything, anything make you nervous? I actually stopped asking that question. Anything you're afraid of today? Because then they start to dwell on it. And so I, and not that you shouldn't talk about those things, but I, I want to leave them with, oh, I want to, I want to make, make a friend today. I want to leave them with that impression that today is going to be a good day. Now, at the end of the day, we, we also talk about what went well, what didn't go well. 
you know, that thing that I was nervous about, it happened and here's how I reacted to it. And so and that's sort of our bedtime routine. And so really trying to set their, their mindset for the day, but at the end of the day, talk about it too. Okay. And it's, I, I try, I don't do this all the time, but I try to end that nighttime conversation with, okay, tomorrow's going to be another day. we get another chance and just give them the hope and that it's, that it's okay. So I'm not perfect at that. That's what I want to do as a, as a parent. And that's what I try to leave the girls with every day is that, is that tomorrow's another day. Maybe today didn't go well, but tomorrow's another day. And what do we have to look forward to tomorrow? So it, they're, they're 11. So I don't get into deep conversations, but that's, that's where we are right now and, and turn out compliment them and, and, and give them that, that positive mindset throughout the day on those, on those forced March hikes that I make them do that make me feel good, but ask them those questions too. How are you doing? How are you doing? And, and make sure that they do have that mindset as they head out to go do something. We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. They all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step-by-step step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. 
this is David Christine, and I love that. I love how you are setting the the girls up for success, understanding how to frame their thought process, how to look at life, how to look at challenges. And what I love about that is that I believe this is the same type of spirit you bring into your leadership at the Azure Marketplace. You're asking the questions. You're asking what they may not be aware of, what they might not understand about how to find success, how to navigate. And this is the thing that you're doing. And this is why I believe that the value that you provide and what Microsoft's seeing with your leadership is the driving factor for the success that many organizations are finding at working with Microsoft. Now, Christine, I want to ask you if there are any other special announcements. Is there anything coming up that our audience might be aware of? Anything they could do to understand where you're going to be at next? I do know right now, I've already registered. And for our listening audience out there today, if you love what you're hearing today, you think Christine is fascinating. She's awesome, not only as a mother, she's awesome at her job. Guess what? You can hear her <laughs> speak even more on the 18th of this month of August. A, an event sponsored, a webinar sponsored by the Cancer Group. She's going to be leading a discussion entitled Navigating the Azure Marketplace. I'm going to make sure I put a link in our show notes for a listening audience. So that's the next major platform, or at least that's the next platform that I'm aware of that, Christine, mm -hmm. you're going to be speaking at and leading. Are there any other events or any other places you're going to be at that our audience should be aware of? Not live. That'll be uh, my my only live event for the month of August. But uh, I am I am one person. I don't scale very well. So how can you get this information to be successful in the marketplace? Certainly come to the Crancer event on the 18th. It'll, you can register through LinkedIn. But the the absolute best source of information, and this is this is information that that my team creates. It's aka.ms WAC Mastering the Marketplace. If you go to Bing and type in Mastering the Marketplace, it's the number one search result. It's the fastest, easiest way to understand the, the steps that you need for each one of the solution types to, to get that published and be in the marketplace as fast as you can. FY24 at Microsoft is, is all co-sell and it's all marketplace. So if you want to co-sell with, market, with uh, Microsoft, the marketplace is the place to do that. You have to have a presence. You have to be transactable. Mastering the marketplace, that material, it can get you there. The ISV success program, take a look at that, sign up, get those, that different type of support that the ISV success program is, is offering. Lots of opportunity to learn, to yep. be guided, and then get in the marketplace, start selling, be successful for yourself and your customers. This is Danny, and I think those are great call to actions. They're not that difficult, very simple. Go online aka.ms, make sure you put in Mastering the Marketplace, go ahead to the ISV. This is very easy steps to do. This is not something difficult. It's very quick, easy, practicals. And I think at the end of the day, if you're asking yourself, what else can I do to add value to my business? What else can I do to scale and grow my company? These are quick, simple, easy steps. And I want to encourage you, as David said, please sign up. Christine's going to be giving a great, awesome insights in order to help your organization grow. You can go on LinkedIn. You can click on the link. We'll provide that as well. But if you want to connect with Christine, uh, you can on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash IN slash Christine L V Brown. Okay. You just go in there. You can connect with her. Now, if you try to talk to her and it's between the hours or she is unplugged, <laughs> spend with her family, or she's on the phone with, with Norway or any of their partners out there, you may not be able to get a hold of her. But I will tell you, 
Uh, Christine's been very receptive. I know when Dave and I've been communicating with her, has been very receptive. It is very easy to get a hold of her because she has a passion, a uh, passion of helping partners succeed, a passion to ask the right questions to make sure that they feel heard. And you know that because she says the same thing to her children when she goes on the trails. Hey, I know this is difficult. I know it's hard. Uh, but, you know, tell me about it. What are you thinking? What, what type of snack is going to give you the most energy, the most <laughs> encouragement? How was your day? What are you doing? These are the same simple steps she has taken from her personal life and be able to add value in her business life. So I want to encourage everybody, please go today. Ask yourself, what can I do to add value for my organization? And the best way you can add value is ask the right questions, put your product in the marketplace, and then learn how to leverage deep questions so that you're asking your clients exactly what they need to be successful with your product and customize it for each of those types of clients. No one message for everybody. It has to be very specialized and very fine-tuned. Mm -hmm. I know Christine with her two twins, with her twins, I'm sure she's not always asking the same questions to both of them. It might be a little bit different because my identical twin brother and I, even though we're identical, we're a little bit different and our parents don't ask us the exact same question. They ask a little bit different question because we have different uh, challenges, different desires, different goals. But at the same time, we know that when they ask questions, it's because they're trying to help us to become better. And I want to encourage all of you guys, please go online, register for the talk, register to hear her speak. It, it's, it's something I would encourage everybody to look forward to. And if you ever thought about creating a product, go to LinkedIn, go to the Cranston Group, the voice of the partner, hear her speak. We want to thank our audience today for listening to amazing guests that we bring on. We're so grateful because Christine has a, 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 a what we call closest to us in the fact that we share <laughs> this twin power, this twin awesomeness. And I can't wait over the years to hear about her twins and how they've grown to be amazing leaders because they understand change management. They understand the power of listening. They understand the power of asking great questions. And at the end of the day, they know how to unplug. So I want to make sure that despite an obstacle that happened, Christine is able to take advantage of the obstacle and still find a way to make sure that her twins have a vacation, even though things <laughs> happen. It just happens. Life happens but you got to have a vacation. So Christine, on behalf of my identical twin brother and I, we want to thank you for joining the podcast today. We want to thank you for sharing a little bit about your insights, about your background, about the Azure marketplace. And of course, what we love the most about your twins. We can't wait to hear over time how they're developing, how they're growing. And of course, as our Azure marketplace changes as well to have you come back. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me here today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.